0: Call 444-1260.
1: Or email strudwick at tsn twelve sixty dot ca. The Jason Strudwick Show.
0: On Edmonton Sports Leader. TSN
1: 1260.
0: We are back and we are
2: rocking. Um, lots going on. I should mention the NHL. Uh, all the series are set. Uh, tonight, Tampa Bay beats the Detroit Red Wings 2 nothing. All the NHL series are now set, heading forward. We got Chicago, Minnesota. We got Ducks in Calgary. We got Habs and Tampa, and then the Rangers and Capitals. Very good. We'll get to some of the predictions out later in the show. Right now, though, uh, welcome uh, to the show, a uh, guy uh, you all know very well, between 2 and 6, um, Mr. Jason Gregor. Greggs, how are you doing? I'm, bye-bye.
1: Stratty, I'm I'm well. Uh, how are you holding up?
2: I'm good. I'm good. You know what? I've I realized that uh, there's uh, a lot of people enjoying me, but they also didn't miss any time I screwed up. They are very quick to point it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd really like to know how Brownlee got that picture of you that he put on Twitter yeah. of your nostrils. That's just a yeah. little freaky. I know. know it know is what? weird,
2: yeah. So, Brownlee, like, what's he He must have been searching all over the place. Like, is he popping out of microphones, or what's uh, he doing?
1: Well, he is kind of the TMZ, if surprisingly enough. He's the only guy at the station, but he can... He can dig up dirt better than anyone. I will give him credit for that. Well,
2: I'll tell you so. what else he does. He stretches out a mic or a, a headset better than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> it, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be easier for the mic to stretch over a garbage bag or a garbage can than his head. It's the biggest head I've ever seen.
1: It is true, actually. There's been a few uh, headsets that have been uh, ruined. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen one get stretched out. But uh, when when uh, when the when the bison head comes in, it, uh, it definitely uh, puts it to the limit. <laughs>
2: Now, Gregs, I gotta ask you. Uh, we, you know, we've we've known each other now many uh, many years. Become good friends. You're the one that got me into this business. Uh, as a as a parting gift, will you now bury the uh, bouquet of flour, uh, The one where I suggested the beer is like a bouquet of flour coming oh, in my mouth. Sir, that's that's <laughs>
1: probably my favorite clip of all time because it, I still remember it so vividly. When we were uh, we we're at the pint <laughs> and uh, Oilers and Nation beer had come out. Is the first for for who's just joining? It the first time it came out. And so Strud's pretended he's like a beer connoisseur. Like, so, hey, Strud's, what does it taste like? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like a book. And I just remember, I was like, what did you just say? Like, who describes that at all coming in your mouth regarding anything remotely on a sports station? It's, oh, my God. I, seriously, I have so many friends who literally... Will text me when you when you, you were on the show. Say, just play that text because it makes them howl. It's so funny. So oh, yeah. I don't. It, it's it's definitely in our. It's definitely in my hall of fame. Uh, uh, that you know we, we won't use it as often, but uh, you know maybe, maybe every now and then, just like on you know I, what we were going to do is I probably got to get the audio on so then I can just send it to you on Twitter every now and then.
2: Just, <laughs> so. Well, people enjoy it. People enjoy it. Well, little-
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. They'll be they'll, no, no. they'll be almost as excited as you were. So. <laughs>
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, Greggs, this is Jason Greger on the show. We're talking uh, what's happening here. It's my last show. Um, Greggs, do you want to argue about something for one last time, uh, at least publicly?
1: Uh, well, you know, it, I won. I won so many of those debates over the years. I thought on your last night, I could just, you know, we, 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 could, we could we could debate about your looks, but that'd be a pretty short debate.
2: So. I know. Well, you're bouncing. When I'm bouncing off a ten, it's pretty hard to argue about that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, uh, well but see, it's a. You think it's a ten, but it's really a zero one. That's what's so
2: funny about it. <laughs> Zero one. I love it. Um uh, Greg's, I guess, you know this is this is a sports show and uh you know you have many good memories of the Oilers. Um can just one last question, do you what's your fondest memory of me in an Oilers jersey?
1: Oh Honestly, um, no, 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 that's, uh, hey man, we like to throw barbs all the time, but I do, I do have one vividly because I'd gotten to know you and I remember talking about it afterwards. Is I remember how absolutely livid you were at Chris Barch um, oh,
3: Yeah. When he ran Jeez. you, uh, when
1: you were playing, uh, it was the, he ran you the one game late in Dallas. And then the next game, you literally almost fought, I think it was Zach Stortini to get out of the way, so you could fight him. And I just remember and uh, obviously when you fight, guys gotta get mad, but that was the one time I remember I was like, wow, oh, Struds actually looks like really mad right now. And it was, uh, you know, like you know, I, from my vantage point, like I say that because I knew you at that point, yeah. and I could tell that you were literally mad, that you're like you know, and I see guys like, you know, we've joked with Sotheby all the time, and you know, you're annoyed about that, you know, the, the make-believe elbow that never hit you, but uh, <laughs> was, uh, with Barch, like, you were literally annoyed. I don't know if is that was maybe the most mad he'd ever been in an order uniform, but that? yeah, that one stands out. Or the or the game when you when you score two goals, but one was disallowed, and yeah. then you scored the next one, and then and then despite being the best line, you were playing for that game. Despite being the best line, you guys didn't even see the ice in the third period.
2: No, Mac, would you put us? I remember looking. I just keep looking back at him, like, hey, we are the only team doing something. We're the only line doing something. Me, Stortz and Brodziak. and like, hey, we're we're doing something here. Give us a chance, and it's like he just didn't even hear us. And I, I bet you that's his biggest regret.
1: Ha, 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 ha. Well, it's probably it's probably right up there. You know that one. That and the Nikita Nikitin signing. You
2: yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. No, come on. That was <laughs> that's even worse than that. Um, Graves. Before we let you go, any any parting shots? I'm sure you got something you want to rip me on. Uh, well, you know what, <laughs> I,
1: you know what, I thought we'd change it up. Honestly, I, I wanted to call in just to say uh, I, I remember the you know uh, the first time that I met you. and We came in and, w- and when I asked you about what you wanted to do when you went to Sweden, I said, Hey, you know what? I think you, I think you're a witty guy, and you obviously got some good insight on on the on the show and you know we wanted to do stuff so we brought you in slowly just uh, you know once a week and then slowly got you in on to asking questions and I do remember when I talked to you after your first show and you're like and uh, I remember giving you advice about your opening monologue. Make sure you got like 10 points. Write them all down. Have them all ready. And you're like, yeah, I got through it in five minutes. I'm so nervous. I don't <laughs> I know did. what else to say now. <laughs> and, uh, and you're like, I don't know how you do that. And, it, and, and, and I took it as a comment because I think some people, it's doing, you know, in the monologue and just talking when a guest doesn't show up is something that, uh, uh, you know, isn't as easy as it sounds for some people. And, uh, you know, for a guy who hadn't done any real schooling or anything, and in, obviously you just kind of come out into it and a half years and um, it's funny from you know I know Majo uh, and I were having fun playing your first um, stop set break <laughs> on, on the show the other day and then but just in, in a, such a short period of time a guy who, who didn't really have any experience in it was a guy and you know I can understand why you got to the NHL because I always talked about are you there on hard work and, and you really worked hard to improve uh, you know as a media guy and just a lot of the basic stuff like you know your personality your jokes and stuff as much as I chirp you obviously you're a pretty witty guy or it wouldn't be fun <laughs> That's to all do I got. it and uh <laughs> (laughs) Um, I think the, uh, you know, you really improved, honestly. And I was, uh, and I was, I was happy when, when you agreed, when I said, Hey man, I'd like you to come work for me and do some stuff. And I I was happy that you agreed to do it. And, uh, you know. Pretty proud of where you've come, and then where you're going to go in the future. I know, you know, you and I have become pretty good buddies. Our, you know, our kids are, you know, have play together, which is kind of weird to say. But uh, um, you know, and your wife's still the better half, so thank God. That's, you know, she still pays me twenty bucks to hang out with you, so that's good. But uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what you're going to do next. I know it's this big, frickin' top secret thing, so uh, it is. You know, it, we'll uh, we'll find out what it is. Well,
2: like, Greg, I, I gave you the credit. You're the one that got me into this, and uh, it wasn't like uh, it was uh, an easy thing. To to see you with my skill set, but I appreciate it. I appreciate bringing me in, and uh, you're the best in Edmonton for a reason. I was lucky to learn from you, and uh, I will accept your apology, and uh, you're right. I was right every time we argued. I was right, and you were wrong.
1: <laughs> Strud's on your last show, <laughs> I will let you have it. Okay, that.
2: before we go, we're going to play this one clip, though. I know this will make your evening. Go ahead, Connor. Uh, it's a bouquet of uh, enjoyment <laughs> coming in my mouth there. <laughs> that there you the go. Great. Like,
1: I can't believe a beer company hasn't borrowed right. that yeah. as their new slogan. Yeah. Like, I might have to talk to Cam and the boys from Big Rock oh, just to get that into one of their <laughs> commercials. It'd be unbelievable.
2: It'd be absolutely awesome. Well, Greg, thanks for everything, and uh, we'll, well, we'll talk have, to you again soon. Some- have fun tonight, and
1: whatever yeah. you do. I know Connor, make sure Connor's got a big box of Kleenex because he's a little emotional. The last 50 minutes, you know, you, you might hear the, <laughs> the high, squeaky voice get a little
4: Fire. Absolutely, Griggs. You're the best. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Your wife pays him twenty bucks to hang out with you. Showing pays yeah. me ten to hang yeah. out with no, you. I, <laughs> 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 I gotta get. I gotta work out a better deal with Mrs. S here. It's very expensive. It's very expensive. You guys you get honest. paid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so Let's take a break here on the show. Uh, Mark Majo, listen. I know yes. you're gonna, you got to take off. You got to go watch. Um, is it uh, watch a comic book or whatever you guys call yeah, it? Yeah,
4: that's it's, I'm gonna go home to, to watch a comic book. No, no, I got to you, you, what? What, are you, what are you do you got to do? I'm probably going to go home and play video games. Yeah, but it's past my bedtime. I, All right. Just quickly, Final if thoughts, I can take two yes. more minutes no, here. No rush. Uh, the first ever time meeting I had with you, I swore I thought I was getting fired. <laughs> uh, they, were making, they were making some changes on the night show, and I was kind of the young guy still producing. I thought, eh, I'm expendable. So I kind of walked in thinking yeah. I had nothing to lose, and I saw Strudwick walk in. And I think I asked you kind of a dumb question. We had our meeting and they said, this is what's going to happen. And it's been a really fun. uh, The two years we worked together were so much fun, man, from uh, touchception to Oilers post games to everything. We had a lot of fun. So I had fun producing the show. My main objective when I started working with you was to make sure your job went as you were as stress-free, and your job was as easy as possible. I hope I did that. I hope you enjoyed working yeah. with me, and I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this show, because I had a lot of fun putting it on with you.
2: Well, thank you, but I'll tell you what, without you, we wouldn't have made it through. the. the, the I wouldn't have made it through the first week. Oh, Honestly, God. it was such a gone... I was so... I was just so rattled, and you, you made it so easy for me. Uh, I really appreciate it, and you've got a successful career ahead of you, buddy. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it good, that. and I do miss the hair. Oh, I wish you'd grow it back. Uh,
4: well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I love maybe it. for you, man.
2: I, I, I love it. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming in tonight. You made it very special uh, last night. We're taking a break. When we come back, we'll get some of these texts and phone calls uh, here on the Startup Show and m Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Struds, my good man,
4: every now and then someone special comes along, loved by everyone around them. You're one of those special guys. Keen insights, honest opinions, compassion, caring, and the good times. The kind of person it makes so hard to say goodbye. Thanks for all the good times, Struds. We wish you all the best. But if there's any chance we could possibly change your mind, please don't go.
0: Call triple four twelve sixty
1: or email strudwick at tsn twelve sixty dot ca. The Jason Strudwick Show
0: on Edmonton Sports Leader
1: TSN twelve sixty.
2: Oh, yeah, kind of a show without some hollow notes at night time. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Do you like hollow notes, Connor, or not really?
4: You know, I do can not lie. So good. How could you not? I mean. I love and Oats. Pretty catchy, such good vibes. Who do you like more, Hall or Oats?
2: Equal. Equal. I can't tell them. I can't tell them apart. They look the same to me. <laughs> um, this is the Show. It is ten twenty seven. Uh, for those of you who just jam- joining us, the Tampa Bay Lightning have defeated Detroit Red Wings. Tampa Bay will move on to the second round. They get to play the the Canadians. We've got Rangers, Capitals. We've got Flames, Anaheim, and we got Minnesota versus Chicago. Four pretty good series i uh, have got the phone lines open now. It's 780-444-1260, 780 Let's get to our next caller, Fred. For the last time, Fred, what's Jason, going on, buddy? I got tears here. Tear- <laughs> wow,
5: I'm going to have to go get some Heineken's here pretty quick. Yeah. You know what, Jason? I can't believe it's gone by this quick, and I can't believe it's the last time we're going to be talking hockey on your show forever and ever. But you never know what could happen in the future,
2: right? I well, you never know. And I, listen, we see all the time. We see each other all the time. I uh, see the different events, so it'll be good to catch up there, Fred.
5: Yeah, I'm definitely going to miss you, though, because when you first started back with Majo, what, two and a half years yep. ago, and you had uh, Niedemeyer on, your cousin, I thought, wow, this guy needs some polishing. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, uh, you two were magic together. Um, the show got better and better. And as time went on, I thought, geez, I, I got addicted to the show, and I listened <laughs> to it a lot at work. And I love talking hockey, so it was a perfect show to phone in at nighttime. And, wow, you're going to be missed big time. I'm, I know I'm speaking for lots and lots of people. A lot of people uh, I know that listen to the show, they don't phone in. They said they're going to miss you. Even my wife said, I'm going to kind of miss that guy on the radio. <laughs>
1: but uh,
5: the best story it's still uh, lingering is when you're talking about uh, being on the ice against, you're playing the Ducks, and there's Jim McKenzie and Stu <laughs> Grimson. I'll never, ever forget that. And they're both, what, about two thirty, two forty. And here you're out there, and you said, what, Grimson uh, yeah. said your yeah. pick, struddy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'll tell the story if you want. It was, it was a good one. We've got time for it. So, uh, Fred, thanks for always calling in, man. I really appreciate it.
5: And you know what? Uh, whatever you're doing in the future, and I know you've got a young family, you've got to take care of them. That's first and foremost. But uh, I'm going to miss you, buddy.
2: All right. Thank you, Fred. We'll see you around, my man. Take care. Thank you very much. Fred, yeah. you got a
4: lot of requests.
2: For, for stories. I know. I, I know think- like
4: Hernan behind me was saying he wanted to hear the the well, the longest shift story. <laughs> we got a text coming in about the, oh, they want you to sing WKRP one more time. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a recorded yeah. version or you can do it live, whatever. But well, I mean, WKRP, I mean, that uh, <laughs> was really inspiration
2: for a lot of my uh, things. That was one of my favorite shows. But I'll tell you guys uh, the, the one about anime. So, I'm playing for the Vancouver Canucks and uh Jim McKenzie and uh Stu Grimson are playing for the uh Anaheim Ducks. We're playing in Vancouver and um this guy named Jason Marshall is chasing Todd Bertuzzi around all night. Chasing around, hacking him, slashing him and, and you know, for his for his size, Jason Marshall's a a very tough guy. Um so we're laying, we're lining up for an offensive face off and we're just about to take the face off. I'm on the point with Messier Naslin and uh, Bertuzzi on the ice. Mark Messi tells the ref to take a second, skates back to me, he says, "Strudy, if Jason Marshall even looks in the vicinity of Todd Bertuzzi, I want you to go flying in there. I'm like, oh, my God. So, sure enough, off the face-off, Jason Marshall goes right after Todd Bertuzzi. So I come flying in there, and I try to fight Marshall. Marshall doesn't want to fight. The refs come in or whatever, and it kind of whistle blows, line change. I'm skating right by the Ducks bench, right beside it, Uh Jim McKenzie sitting beside Stu Grimson. Stu Grimson stands up, and he's like, hey, Stradwick. And I look over, and he's like, you've only got two choices tonight, and they're both sitting right here. I'm like, I heard you loud and clear, Stuart. And I skated back to the bench. I was so scared. I'm like, oh, my God, please, please don't let this guy kill me. And so at the end of the game, I get out there, and luck thank God it was a close game. And Jim McKenzie and I kind of got into a little bit. And I'm like, please don't drop your gloves. Please don't drop your gloves. And the refs gave us both 10-minute misconducts. It was the only 10-minute conduct i ever gone in my NHL career. I've never been so happy. I should literally buy that guy a uh, 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 beer. I should literally buy him a beer because I just – I'm still, I'm still, like, so happy that happened. It was unbelievable.
4: Now, what's this What's Strudwick this Spaz story?
2: Well, that was in a. I don't know if you remember when they had the. They used to have the games on. Uh, well, I was in preseason, and yeah. uh, t- I was simply signed Rob Skurlak, and there was this guy. What was his name? Uh, he had a weird name, but anyways, this guy I forget who it is. But he, I was talking about fighting this guy, and they caught me on tape talking about. it. I was like shaking because this. I was pretending. Who was that oh, guy? I just name?
4: watched that actually.
2: I can't remember the guy's <laughs> name is. He was. He played for the New Jersey Devils. And I actually talked to my cousin about him. And this guy, apparently, this guy, um, oh, what's his name? Mad, Do- no, not Mad Dog. That's a uh, Mad Dog. Paul, v- oh, I'm drawing a-, a blank. He used to play for New Jersey Devils. Pit Pitbull. I think his nickname was a Pitbull. And, anyways, I fought him in the minors. And I was telling him, because we were going to play against this guy. And Zach team was like, what's he like? I'm like, this guy was literally shaking, he was so mad. And uh, he was like, I don't know. There was all.
4: Was his name Sasha Lakovic? Yes,
2: Sasha Lakovic, the pit bull. Okay, yeah. And I was fighting this guy, and he was literally shaking. He was so mad. And, uh, and I, I, fought him, and I, I, I gave him pretty good rodging. but I've never had anyone shake like that. Veins popping out of his neck. It was, it was something I've never seen before. This guy was going crazy. And that's how it. So people call him the Stradwick Spaz, which was pretty funny. It was absolutely crazy. So what the phone lines open here at seven eight zero trip before 780 trip before twelve sixty. Hugh, what's on your mind, buddy?
6: Hi, Jay. How are you, buddy? I'm good.
2: I'm making up, buddy?
6: I'm doing really well. I miss you, man. You guys, you know, uh, the, uh, the Glenora isn't the same without you and Dave there, you know
2: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's some great coaches coming in there.
6: Yeah, and I hear now that you're gonna be leaving uh twelve sixty, is that is that true?
2: I am leaving. This is my last night, Hugh.
6: And where are you going?
2: I can't say at this point, but it I'm you know, moving on to uh, another opportunity, and uh, you know, I love my time here, and uh, I'm excited about the, uh, the next step.
6: Well, you know what, Jay? Um, I, I've met a lot of good people, and, and honestly, um, I, I haven't known you that long, but you are a great guy. You're wholesome. Like, honestly, you're down to earth. Uh, you you don't – you have time for everybody, and that's what I admire about you. Like, everybody's the same uh, level with you, and, and – um, you're just a you're just a great guy and it was a pleasure to know you and and uh, you know to hang out with you and then to work with you. So, you know, uh, I wish you the best. You deserve nothing but the best. You're you're a great guy.
2: Uh thanks, you. I really appreciate it. It was nice to get to know you as well. Thank you for listening all the time.
6: And you know what? One time if you if you ever in the area, get on I'll give you a ride on the Zamboni.
2: I love it. I've never and, been on the Zamboni. I feel like I've been hit by one a few times, but never actually done that before.
6: Well, listen, you take care, Jane. All the best to you, man. You're Thank- you're a great guy.
2: Thanks a lot, buddy. Got a couple funny tweets coming in. A bunch of texts I'd like to get to. Um, <laughs> this is pretty funny. Hey, Struddy, can you say uh, Killorn instead of Killorn one more time? Love you, Struddy. <laughs> Kill, Killorn. I, I, was I saying Killhorn or Killorn? I think I always said Killhorn. Killhorn? I don't, even know, I don't even know. Honestly, at this point, I don't even know what's right or wrong. It's a dumb word. Killhorn Killhorn They're kill talking about the Kill Killhorn Killhorn I think I said Killhorn Remember that night that I was uh saying Shara, chara <laughs> and this guy's arguing with me how to say his name I'm like listen buddy I he's my friend I can call him whatever I want <laughs> A little bit aggressive um <laughs> a little bit aggressive there's no doubt about that Um Well We've had a lot of fun interviews over the time here Connor Conor Absolutely. And we try to pick out one or two we really liked. And um, we're going to take a break. when you come back? Which one would you like to play? I mean, we, I there's a one that I well, there's a bunch I really like, but there's one that I never thought'd i interview this guy, and we got a chance to interview him when he was in town wrestling, and Mark Mon Joe' is a huge <laughs> wrestling fan. And I, I,
4: I have that queued up right here. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too.
2: So you guys know that, the Iron Sheik. I had the Iron Sheik, the Sheiky baby on, and I loved the Iron Sheik. I used to hate him when I'd watch wrestling, but I loved him, if that makes sense. And, um, yeah, I, I'm really, I think this is one we've got to go with. We've got a lot of good ones, but I think this is the one that the Sheiky baby. Now, it is a little hard to understand because he has a, I think they call it an accent, the Iron Sheik, and, uh, but he is the best. He is absolutely the best, this guy. So let's take a break here on the show. A lot of texts coming here like, hey, Strudy, what was your most hilarious caller or your most embarrassing? That's a really good question, actually. My most hilarious caller. Well, we had a bunch of callers. Like Elvis would call all the time. Freddie, Scuba Steve in the last year has been picking up the slack. JP. Uh,
4: Bruce, Bruce, they still Bruce. call me Bruce. Uh, Randy, I believe was calling the a macho lot. man.
2: Yeah. He called a lot and texts are always flying in all the time from a lot of people. I don't know my funniest caller. Well, I'm not going to lie. I always thought it was entertaining when guys call about six sheets to the wind. I always enjoyed that. You know, like it, I, 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 I love the callers. That's what makes the show interesting. You know, I love telling what I think, but I, those callers are what got to me. I loved it. I never once didn't enjoy a caller. So I can't think of them but the funniest caller. I I can't think of one right off the top of my head. I and mean, my most embarrassing, there's really very few. There are none, actually. So let's do this. Let's take a break here. When we come back, one of my favorite interviews I've done over the last two and a half years with the Iron Sheik. I mean, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Sheiky Baby. I think I threw it in there a couple of times the Sheiky Baby. Connor, as you go to break, for the second last time, can you please give me one of your scoreboard up the extravaganzas, my man.
1: Have your say.
0: Call 444-1260.
1: Or email strudwick at tsn1260.ca. The Jason Strudwick Show.
0: On Edmonton Sports Leader. TSN
1: 1260.
0: I think back.
2: We are back, when we're rolling. Jason Stradling show uh, continues on. Master of the uh, my career here at uh, for now for TSN 1260. A um, lot of fun guests we had over the uh, the last couple of years, and I'm fired up about it. So right now, I think this is one of my top three interviews of all time. I loved having him. this guy on. The legend in the wrestling community. The Iron Sheik. We had the Iron Sheik on about a year ago, I'm guessing. He was in town for a wrestling event. This guy's an absolute beauty. And I called him the Sheiky Baby. I've I would, i would never called him that from the same room, but I absolutely love this guy. So right now, we're going to hear the interview I had with the Iron Sheik, the one and only the legend, Sheiky Baby. Hit it, Connor.
3: Excellent so far. I'm happy to be Edmonton and Winnipeg, and uh, excellent so far. I was a long fly. I feel like I've come from Germany today. Uh, I was a long fly, but we made it. everything so far good. I'm happy to be here in the room now. We chill out a little bit.
2: Sheik, have you ever been to Edmonton before?
3: Oh, yes. My young days after Olympic morning, Germany, 1972. I was in the... Uh, uh, Calgary is seventy three, two years I used to live with Brad and his brother and brother was 15 years old. I show him as much as I know myself. He was good.
2: It's a good place, a fun place to be. There's no doubt about it. Let's talk about your great wrestling career. I know you're an Olympic wrestler. How did you get from Olympic wrestling to, to uh, where you were at the pinnacle of your sport uh, for many years in the in the uh, entertainment wrestling?
3: Well, I was a master in wrestling, freestyle, and to me it was wrestling all my okay. life and was in I'm watching in Minnesota on television station. I said to them, um, my coach, Mr. Anagash, this system is different than Tristan and the But all of them, I saw the Red Cadillac, I said the of the Spence. I said something maybe if I be a professional, maybe I can the Mr. the Spence or Cadillac. Anyway, I mean, uh, I grew up the top sport in the world, one-on-one, and the greatest wrestling. And I respect the hockey player and football player, but all his team is fun. This thing is one and one. This is the toughest sport that I'm glad I wanted to put back again for Olympic to the young generation.
2: Absolutely awesome, Sheiky. I love it. Now, uh, are you a pretty big hockey fan?
3: Uh, yeah, huh? I, I him. But yeah, As a matter of fact, Olympic, I saw it. And I kind of did a great job. And most of the gold medal, they get it. And they are best, like Iran, or country. The best sport is uh, soccer, football, and freestyle, and Greco Roman. Canada national sport many years, and it still is the best in the world.
2: Sheikh, I heard you really like Roberto Luongo, the goaltender.
3: Uh, He's a good friend of mine, I love him very much. Is he a
2: pretty funny guy? One of the funniest men in the world. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Now, Sheik, I want to talk about your great career. You had some incredible moments. Uh, take me back to when you and uh, Nikolai Volkov were wrestling in WrestleMania three against the Killer Bees. You guys won that match. Was that was that a great moment for you in your career?
0: Absolutely,
3: because 93,000 people celebrated in Pontiac, Michigan. Many football players, many basketball players, nobody sold all the wrestler. Everybody knows, Volkow, Chapel, and everybody known Nikola woke off all the ship talking shopping and any of the shit that really and in they think they but I respect the grand uh, I respect the brown uh, talking to what are you talking about Did I focus I you have to focus the brown <laughs> a and, and a good great high jumper it is a partner that's a really brown Blair. it's only good for high school it's not good for very um, yeah, Camp, Olympic, four games. I mean, he knew a little bit, but he's not there. And every he he's not there. Gordon Andrews class, and he's not there. He was really cross. He's just a German punk. He wants to put himself over, but you don't believe he, he, he's a tough man
2: now, Sheik, you guys won that one, though, on, on a foul, I think. Did you guys deserve to win that one?
3: Of oh, course, so he was lucky. I had him in the camera clutch. And that jabroni, although, I, I, I mean, uh, Axel Jindalian come by two by four, whatever, had my back. So, but everybody know he was lucky. If he didn't come, Axel didn't come save him. I was ready to really give him a big damage, make him humble.
2: <laughs> now, uh, we're talking with Iron Sheik here, the big wrestling event coming on this weekend. We'll get you all the details. Sheiky, uh, your big move, uh, was your finishing move the best move, the camel clutch?
3: Absolutely. And, and dangerous, dangerous move, and you have him, uh, you sit on his low back, and you have his two arms and the leg and pull his jaws out. Uh, you have a choice to give up, or otherwise, I can break his back easy if I want to.
2: Did you invent the
3: move? Yeah, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my cousin Eddie Farrar from Michigan, he invented it and he, he, he let me use it myself too, And uh, but I respect him. My uncle Eddie Farrar, the old sheep from Detroit, Michigan, he was the first one I had it, and after that I did, and he gave me that pleasure too, I can use it for my, my finish.
2: We're talking with Iron Cheek, A big wrestling event going on this Friday. It's uh, going to be an absolutely awesome event. I go down and check out him and Bushwhacker Luke. Iron Sheik, take me through the, when you won the uh, WWF Championship. Must have been a great moment for you.
3: The greatest one was uh, uh, six years. Nobody beat Mr. Bob Buckland. Yeah. And I've been in the most famous arena in the world match, at Madison Square Garden. And also another biggest match I had. With Hulk Hogan, I lost some my match, but the best one was in, in between myself and Sergeant Soldier, who camp match, that was one of the best match in the Madison Square Garden history.
2: It was absolutely an incredible match. I did see some of that one. Did you guys? Do you guys really not like each other leading up to that? Because it sure looked like you didn't like each other.
3: Well, I leave that to my friends and 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 you people. And you also, you can ask my. Young agents, Megan boys, they can tell you.
2: Now listen, uh, Hulk Hogan stole the uh, the uh, championship from you. He went on. Did you know, Hulk Hogan, I mean, is this guy the greatest wrestler of all time?
3: Well, uh, Hulk Hogan, I'll be honest you, maybe he's a great bodybuilder or, or uh, put them just uh, in his box to get big and eat 10 eggs or 10 pounds again. Hamburger, but he is a bodybuilder. Bodybuilding doesn't fight like a wrestler. Wrestling is the toughest sport in the world and Olympic. Mr. Hulk Hogan, and he's a gimmick man and he's a big man and he he gives himself A to the Z. He comes to the national TV and said, "Check your vitamin, pray to the Allah, and you'll be the best." But you know, I don't know, he's a real or he's working with Mark. For a young and saw the people because he's like Rob Ford. He do himself. No, he want to be a good mother for the uh, people. And people are going to tell him uh, he's another jabroni.
2: <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Were you ever in the ring with Andre the Giant?
3: Andre the Giant, a big time jabroni, a freak. And uh, he's supposed to be a good uh, baby face, And a uh, baby and mother, father, the come I asked him, uh, can you have your orders up? And he said, the wrestling person, no. Get the f*** out of here. So after that, he was a big time jabroni. I didn't say hi to him, and I didn't shake out with him. I was ready to beat the f*** out of him. That's because we are here, he's gone.
2: We're joined by the Iron Sheik here Long time wrestler One of the greatest wrestlers of all time One of my favorite wrestlers A great personality You and uh, Nikolai Volkov Absolutely doing awesome stuff Now, um, you know, other than yourself You know, who is a wrestler you really like to watch uh, When you weren't wrestling?
3: Well, you know, the new generation They are great performers And Mr. Bruno Sammartino all-timer Sold out Madison, Square yeah. More than any other wrestler but also, I watch every Monday, new generation, they're doing great, they work hard, and different style, a lot of action, and still number one wrestling territory, number one wrestling uh, federation is WWE, best in the world.
2: Yeah, it's the best in the world. It's great. To a lot of the people here, they love watching that one. What about one of my favorite wrestlers? Can you tell me what it was like, uh, what the big man was like, Jimmy Superfly Snooker? Was he a pretty decent guy or was he a jabroni as well?
3: No, no, no. He wasn't a decent guy. He was the best. He was the first Samoan or um, whatever country he was. He fell up from top rope, top chest, top of my buddy. He was a great performer. Red Hawker, this buddy was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was the best, and he noticed how to make the people happy, how to make the people mad. He was a good friend of mine, man, head to the Z, and uh, he was another bad bad friend I had, I love him, but he was another gimmick man tell me, Shiki baby, let's go to the gimmick till we get big. You going to get this like me anyway. He's uh, good or bad but he's gone. But I love him, I respect him it's a, a, a good program
2: all right uh, Iron Sheik listen here uh, my producer Mark Mojo is a huge wrestling fan he absolutely loves it and he wanted me to ask you how long do you think it would take for you to pin him in the ring now he's 25 years old he's about 160 pounds Ten second <laughs> i love it i love it now i think a special moment happened for you in 2005 you were inducted to the wwe hall of fame by your good friend sergeant slaughter uh was this a special moment in your career iron Sheik?
3: like i said it was a perfect time in uh, 1980 that time in between him uh, Shah of Iran, postage situation? Ayatollah Khomeini, American people uh, stay in the Iran 444 days, a little country, put around with the greatest country in the earth, and that when um, people didn't come home around then. Gordon with Ayatollah flag and uh, about Iran, about So I'm lucky I'm here to talk to you guys. I had the most heat than any another wrestler of the WWE history.
2: Yeah, you're one of the greatest Sheikers. There's no doubt about that. One more here for you, Iron Sheik. Let's say uh, you had to fight a hockey player. Hockey players are pretty tough. Would you be able to take down a hockey player? Are you that, Are you still that confident in your
3: moves? Any
2: day. <laughs> Iron Sheik, you are the best. If people want to see you, it's Friday night, Northgate Lions Rec Center. Uh, you get tickets at PWAWrestling.ca. Iron Sheik, you're the best. I love you. Thanks for coming on, my friend.
3: And don't forget about ChicMovie.com, And you're going to find out who is a legend, Iron Sheik or Hulk Hogan. God bless all my movie friends, wrestling friends, and have a good day.
2: Shaky baby. I honestly think that's my favorite interview of my whole time here at TSN 1260. Oh, you can't understand every word. If you pick up every fourth word, you're doing pretty good. I understood Jabroni. I understood he's going to beat Mark Show up in 10 seconds.
4: I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm taking that one with me. I was listening for about two minutes straight. I could not understand one word until Jabroni.
2: It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's all I need to know. That's how good it is. I absolutely love that guy. The cheeky baby. Got a special guest online, Ian McLean. What's going on tonight, big guy?
6: Hey, Jason. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Uh, what's going on with you?
6: I'm doing great. Hey, I wanted to pass on a message to you. Um, just over the past couple of years, your support of, of amateur sports, your support of sports that aren't just hockey and i love hockey as much as the next guy
1: um
6: we're really gonna miss you and thank you so much for all of all the work you've done over the past few years
2: no problem buddy it's important to keep uh, everyone abreast of what's going on in all the sports and uh, you know more success to you going forward my man
6: well it is very appreciated and we will miss you and i still want to get you out sometime
2: i'd love to strap on the pads and get tossed around by some 20 year olds
6: you got an open invitation. You want to come <laughs> with We'll strap up Connor. You can take a few knocks out of him, too, if you
2: want. I love it. Thanks for the call, big guy.
6: No problem. Talk to you soon.
2: You know, it's funny. I I, um, I really do appreciate the call, Ian. I'll, I'll tell you what. I I, um, I think uh, you get a little bit guilty uh, when you're playing the NHL of just kind of staying – you don't look outside that that uh, world. You know, you're dialed so much into that, you're not really thinking outside that world and for me, I'm um, the the further I went on this career, you know, I got opportunities to go and do some some stuff with the uh, World Juniors with uh, TSN, I got some stuff like the Midgets, uh, the Allen Cup, uh, the Midget A players, I should say that. Um, and and then getting to talk to people like Ian uh, about uh, junior football here, about with, uh, junior hockey. I mean, last summer we had guests from all different. We had uh, people talking about darts. We had people talking about uh, synchronized swimming. We were all over the place, and I loved it. You know, and I, I love it, and I think that uh, I will continue to talk about uh, amateur athletes, and I think that's very very important. Big Joe, what's on your mind, buddy? No.
1: Hey buddy, I just want to wish you all the best in your future endeavors. You've been a highlight on 1260 the past little bit, man.
2: All right, thanks, man. I appreciate that. No
1: worries. And last but not least, just uh, what are your thoughts on the Oilers in the upcoming little bit here?
2: Well, listen, I'm, if I'm Peter Chiarelli, I'm going to proceed a lot the same way that uh, Bob Nicholson did. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm calm. I, I evaluate what I've got, both in the organization and on the ice. And then I start to make moves towards the, uh, t- you know, if I need to make, or if I feel I need to make moves, I make them, uh, you know, after Christmas or, or into next summer. Um, you know, it's it's going to be very difficult to build up the back end that quickly, I think, to get to the point where you have a, you know, a really good D. Uh, there could be some adjustments, no doubt, but I, I'd bring in a goalie, maybe try to find one D-man, then just roll with what I got and see what I got. Just see what see what I've got through this whole organization, because he admitted his press conference, he doesn't know it that well.
6: Oh, fair enough, bud.
2: All right, man. Thanks for the call.
6: Buddy, best of luck. We'll miss you.
2: Thanks a lot, man. All right. Let's take a break here on the show. Connor, um, well, what we'll do is this. We will um, we'll take a break, and then we will uh, come back and make our predictions about these uh, second-round matchups. Some pretty good matchups here. And uh, we got to predict what we got going on here and who we think might or might not win. So that's next here on the Struddeck Show on Edmonton Sports Theater, TSN 1260.
0: Hey there, Struds. It's uh, Lieutenant Eric. Uh, you'll remember me from uh, the Christmas party last year where uh, I was, uh, you know, standing outside the, uh, I can't even remember where we were, but uh, you and your wife were kind enough to give me a lift home uh, in in the car seat. And I, boy, I really appreciate that because I don't know where I'd be today without that ride. Um, Other than that, uh, good luck. uh, Onwards and upwards, you know, as they say. um, I remember working with you uh, in the evening shifts, and uh, I remember once I promised to burn you a mix CD, uh, which I never did. So um, I guess that can be your gift, Um, constantly wondering what would be on that mix CD and perhaps why I guess I didn't end up mixing it for you in the first place. So um, with that, I will... uh, Leave you to it. Good luck in your future endeavors. And, uh, I'll miss you. You always treated me with, uh, respect. Uh, you were very polite to me and you're always good for, a uh, good for a laugh and a joke. Uh, so I'll miss you around the building and, uh, good luck in the future. Say hi to your wife for me.